I'll, I'll just kick it off. Watch this. Watch this. Hello, everyone. <laughs> me. Jordan broke me. He got me with that comment right before. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. This is attempt number two at the intro because Jordan, he broke me. Uh, he got me laughing uh, during that first one, and we're just gonna we're gonna kick it off right here. We got three out of the four jobbers because the wax mama, the son of a dentist, is still in Austria. But we do have poopy poo poo pee pee himself, Jason, and the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Deves, all the way from Edinburgh, Scotland. They are experiencing a heat wave, which made uh, this is where we got discussion between the differences between Canada and the UK because we got air conditioners all over the place here you know it's like a, almost a requirement to have an ac unit but we're used to 30 degree weather but he is not but then we started talking about some other differences we looked up what it would cost to buy an ac unit here it said uh, 190 dollars a canadian tire plus tax and plus tax is a thing right over that's in the uk ridiculous. jason if you go to the store and it says two pound you pay two pound that's it they can't give you that 999 plus tax bullshit there's no sales tax well, I mean, there is a tax, but it's in, like, it's included in the price. So if you walk up to a shop and you go, how much is that? And they go, £5. Well, it's £5. Like, the tax is included in that £5. They don't advertise the price sans you T-shirt, you know? Yeah, but we we advertise it sans tax so uh, we can trick people into buying more. Yeah. That's literally what it is. It's to, The store can charge more. I've been uh, rewatching Mad Men, and and he says the most genius thing in advertising was ninety nine, three ninety nine, four ninety nine, hmm. five ninety nine. Under a hundred bucks, ninety nine, ninety nine. I mean, yeah, exactly. But then, but then you, but then you went tax, and it's like, no, this is not hundred hundred dollars to lie to me. And Jay, yeah, another like, one is if you go to a bank machine, right? If I'm with RBC and I go to TD, I'm gonna get charged a fee. Usually, a fee on both ends. Uh, if, you if you're withdrawing, mental. if you're with, yeah, because if you're in a, if you're in the UK and you're uh. taking out of a national bank, not an not an ATM, an ATM has the right to charge you. You're using their private. ATM. It's Whatever, it's a private yeah. business. But the banks, they don't. If you go to to another bank, it it doesn't matter. If you're with Barclays and you go to Clydesdale, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, but they have accounts that you get the money back. Uh, J- just for right. anyone who's not sure, that that was Barclays, not Barclays. And Clydesdale, as in not Clydesdale. Um, yeah, but like if you go, if you go to any bank machine, what about that's not privately bank? owned, Sa- Santander. You mean, yeah, that's there. The we one. go. <laughs> you go to any bank machine nationwide, RBS, Bank of Scotland, whatever, and you try to get money out, you don't pay for the privilege. Like it's your money. I, I want, I want my money, please. Imagine having to pay the two banks just so you can get your cash. That's wild to me. You know, like you're saying, you have to, oh, if you have a special account, oh, I have a special account. I'm allowed to take money out or something. Like You have to have a special account just to do that? They make Come hundreds on. of millions of dollars off those fees alone. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why they don't change it. But it's just crazy that it's something that we just put up Tell with me. every day. It's a little difference. One of those things that you go to another country, you see a little difference, you come back home and you say, hey, there's a, there's a better way to do this. Tell me Let's if you do think it. this is stupid. I used to work at a bank, uh, RBC. That is yeah, stupid. you working at a bank yeah. is stupid. <laughs> Royal, bank, Royal Bank of – it was stupid. Royal Bank of Canada, and I had clients that would come up to me as a teller, like in front of me face-to-face and give me like a TD card or something and ask to take money out. And I said, uh, sir, this is RBC. That's a TD card. And he's like, can't you use it anyways? I'm like – you're in the, the wrong bank. How you want me to look at your TD account information at RBC as if we're all one big happy family? Yeah, not Isn't just withdrawing money. They would come in and they want you to do banking-related tasks. I'm like, right? you want to use it? Go to the machine. He's like, what can you do for me? It just felt, But it felt so good to just tell a stupid client no. Being able to tell <laughs> clients no is the best sometimes. Is awesome because you always have to say yes, yes, bend over backwards and – and when you really can't do something and you can just tell them they're idiots and you can't do it no matter what, it feels great. 
Uh, I've heard Jordan give that speech a couple times when he wasn't supposed to, but uh, <laughs> feels great. Not yeah, was it was warranted. That's it was fair. warranted every time. They deserved it. Absolutely. You walk into a bank with a different bank's card. You don't deserve a bank account. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. What do they do with their money then? They probably don't have much anyways. Just go jump in a lake. <laughs> take a swim to the nearest town. And then uh, he was looking for a go swim. Go watch some Mike. wrestling, which we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, we're going to talk about wrestling. We're going to talk about right now, says Jason. He's had enough of the banter. He stop, wants to talk about wrestling having right chat about now. Life. This is a wrestling, wrestling podcast after all. We do watch some wrestling. Um, on this podcast, we really focus on the major events because the weekly show is just not very good. And every week we try. Every week we try, but we always watch the highlights and the review shows and whatever else. We always watch SmackDown get 50 ups and one down because everything is great. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, shout out to him, though. Simon Miller, great stuff. But we have a little segment on this show that we like to run through. We go through the news that was in the week of wrestling. Waxman was our NXT mark, but he has given up on NXT lately since it has become basically a TikTok parody or TikTok wrestling parody of some kind. Jordan is in charge of AEW. Jason is in charge of... Uh, well, this is the news. All right. Go for it, Jason. And, you know, they can't, you can't see you, you can't just the drop the drop and then just be like, hey, what's going on? And then he says next? nothing. You got to jump in. Drop you got to take ball. over. It's your time, Jay. You this is all you, baby. Ball. Let's see what you got. You I'm from Kingston, Ontario. Ruthless. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't dox me. Um, so. <laughs> Last week, I oh. took a new approach to uh, the the. <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> a new approach to the news. Good thing you're on a podcast. You can't the speak. Snooze. Uh, bu- book it or bump it. So basically, the snooze. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have a. a lot Sorry, of wax. We love you. I couldn't find a lot of news this week. Like anything that's worth really talking about. So I have some stuff here. You I'm found still nothing. Go Did you even look? I looked. I'm still going to go with the same premise. Uh, book it or bump it. So basically how it works now is I'm going to tell you who versus who. And then I say book it or bump it. And I'm probably going to say it anyway. So I don't have enough news. So you can't bump anything. But we're going to do the little charade. Um, <laughs> we'll so pretend. Okay. We'll just say start. book it. Just to First one. Goldberg versus WWE booking. Book it or bump it. What do you mean versus? Well, it's like it's like a it's a news story, and it's it's brought to you in in a in a sh- like showing like as it's a as if it's a match. So like oh, Goldberg okay. versus WWE booking, the news is related to that somehow. As if this was okay. on, would you put this on your card of news, or would you book it, so, or like uh, you know like uh, like Vince McMahon versus uh, three million dollar woman he wants to have sex with. Like, would you book it? Do you want to talk about it, or would you bump it? I want to talk about Vince McMahon in that match. I don't want to. Do I want to talk about Goldberg? <laughs> what do you mean? I never want to talk about Goldberg. Goldberg well, sucks. I, I, we don't have much uh, news. I mean, you so. want to talk. You want to talk okay, about Goldberg? Okay, book it. Let's book, book it. it. Let's book what the it. fuck's yeah. going on here? They talked about news. <laughs> I mean, they talked about Goldberg. <laughs> wow. They talked, they talked with Goldberg on a podcast <laughs> recently, and uh, you remember when he beat the Fiend? Mm. And everyone went nuts because that was a horrible decision. And a lot of people yeah. blamed Goldberg, and they said he probably changed the finish, and he was pushing for his legacy and whatnot. Anyways, he went on and on and said the original plan was for him to lose, and he was happy with that. He agreed with that. And when he arrived to the building that day, they changed the plans on him and uh, said he had to win. Who thought that he made that change? We know it's a dumb decision that's going to happen from WWE. There's a lot I never of assumed it was around. him. A lot of people I don't hate like the fact Goldberg. that he wins. And yeah, I don't think I'm, he made the decision. Who thought that he said that he did it? Who's who's no, not, not necessarily made the decision, but you know, uh, go, went into business leads. for himself. Yeah, I think I I've heard that that he he um, has some pull, he, right? He, he's a, he's he has a, a character. He's he coming a, back. He's doing only yeah, a handful yeah, yeah. of appearances. He has a character that oh, he needs wins and losses. I don't know about that. Yeah, but you he can, wins. You, Goldberg wins. Like that's his thing. Just his like when Brett refused to lose, you know, you could push, try and push through what you want. You know, he's get it, but sure yeah. let 
express there's so many different ways that could have gone first of all but anyways he just wanted to put it out there uh it wasn't his choice he's upset about it and he would love to uh you know make it right one day maybe his last match will be the fiend he'll come the fiend will come back and kick his ass and uh, everything's right in the world that'd be crazy i did just watch uh goldberg speak about brett and brett's feelings toward him and yeah, i think he's just yeah hoping it'll go away and I, I think he you know it is a good like it's not solely goldberg's fault i mean he is an injury machine it does seem but he does it's not also fault at all it's a mistake I it's mean, a it's mistake. his fault, I yeah, guess, it's but it's something a that can happen. It wasn't on purpose. He's, he's, yeah, but there's a mistake, and there's multiple mistakes. And, who else has he hurt? And, and poor training. Don't hurt me. And then he hurt well, me. I don't think he's hurt anyone else. He hurt no, my like, feelings. So. No, I, I think there's he a list hurt, of people. Like, I don't think there is. <laughs> a list. There, we'll find it for next week, but I don't think there is. I don't know why you're such a Goldberg mark, first of all. I'm not a mark, but I just don't understand the the. You watched the one hate. video recapping his career, and all of a sudden you became the biggest mark. I always loved Goldberg because I, I was forced to watch WCW sometimes. I don't like Goldberg. WWE I always loved Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not a mark for him. Like I don't think <laughs> you're a mark. You've always loved him. You're to a dirty, say that he's like a Goldberg injury machine and, and and blame him for hurting Brett. Like uh, no, I was yeah. Uh, jokes aside, I was saying you know. It's time to forgive, right? If it's been long enough, he's apologized. Sometimes you need to apologize. Right? Yeah, but I mean, Brett's always. I thought Brett did forgive him. Struck though. us as that kind of guy who. It seems like Brett has said he has forgiven him, but then he'll have, someone will bring it up and he'll be like, yeah, "Fuck Goldberg." <laughs> maybe <laughs> I he think there's like no Goldberg. forgiving and, and not like yeah, Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, Brett is a, a the technician's technician, and Goldberg is is not. He's an entertainer, you know. Yeah, yeah Goldberg is uh, entertaining and a spectacle, something that Brett never was. Ooh. We just watched some great Brett matches, and you're going to say that? We watched no, I know. two phenomenal I, I think my, Brett I think my, matches. Brett versus Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam. I think my Incredible fandom match. for Brett at for this the Intercontinental moment, Championship. As time goes on, my fandom for Brett and my appreciation for him gets stronger every year. The more I watch modern wrestling, the more I appreciate As a wrestler. Him. And as a wrestling uh, no, character. No, I mean, just as everything. Like, what you know, whatever. He was, uh, he was fantastic. And that leads a lot into the next topic Excellent. kevin nash versus modern wrestling would you book this or bump it oh book okay. it, book it, book it, book it. so uh kevin nash has a podcast called Daddy click cool. this if you did not Daddy. know now you know uh, cool. he said the wwe is soft and this is a very uh a very recognizable trope that uh the old heads say to the new heads in every industry but i tend to extremely agree with him this time he says nobody has any heat and um, ver verbatim verbatim's when you're saying it straight up, right? Okay, verbatim. Yeah. I remember they used to have the blank CDs were called verbatim. Remember that? Yeah, verbatim. Um, there's nobody on the television show that I look and say that that person, if he kicked down my door, it'd be like, oh, fudge. But he said the bad word. They're athletic, but they don't look like they can even throw a Fuck. fudging punch. Everything yeah, is a spot fest. Nobody sells stuff. Why are you, you can holding swear. back? Why are you don't? Yeah. What? This is weird. Okay. I think Anyways. your mom's going to listen to this podcast. She doesn't listen to the podcast, Jay. Sorry. She's the only one that does. But, um, yeah, I agree with I agree with him 100% <laughs> here. Uh like we, like you said, we just so, watched the the Brett match, and and he distinguished. Like I saw some people push back and stuff between a bump and selling. Like if I hit you with a big move, and you're like, oh, but then selling is throughout the match. Selling continues. Yeah. Selling is is like, and Brett and Mister Perfect was incredible. Every move had yeah. impact, and he also told people to just slow down, slow down. Yeah. So, so here's my question then for you, right? Because there's two points to that. In terms of the pace of a match and selling, I'm absolutely behind that. I, the more I see that not happen in in professional wrestling in a minute, and I'm going to use the example of the Young Bucks because that's exactly what they do. It's fast paced, go, 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 move, 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 yeah. kick, 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 kick. Nobody sells it until the end of that sequence of that, you know, choreographed move or whatever. And then they're down and everyone has a wee clap and oh that was good, right? What's the next act? So I'm totally with you there. I understand that. I would prefer to see 
move by move, selling each moment, making it look as arduous and difficult as the last. But the the other point he makes about people not being tough enough, and you know, if they knocked on my door and punched me in the face and all that kind of stuff, you tell me if somebody like Bobby Lashley turned up at your door, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, I mean, it's, potatoes. Yeah, like it's obviously not everybody. I'd welcome him in right away. You just mean in general. Oh, like yeah, you know, if he's like, ready to beat you up, like if he breaks into your house, like well, that's Adam Cole. If he broke into my house, he could take what he wants. But yeah, there are definitely some <laughs> Orange Cassidy, do, do you my think, guy. I mean, do you think it detracts from their ability by not being a big tough guy, or actually, yes? Okay, I'm going to come back to you on that. I mean, why? But also, does that mean that they can never be over? <laughs> No, it doesn't mean they can never be over, and it doesn't mean they can't be good. But I think part of wrestling is is as how you look and how you portray yourself and how you come off. And he talks about Heath, and uh, if you don't look intimidating, I think that's part of that's part of the package. Sure, you can still be an incredible worker like Adam Cole. You can be an incredible storyteller. You can be all these things, but that's just another piece of the puzzle: is looking legit and looking like a threat. And just like 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 you said, Bobby Lashley just walks in the building. And it's like everyone just looks at him. The same thing with Goldberg, who you hate. But they didn't have the other things, right? They were missing, like, uh, the technical aspects, and they're missing all that. It's all part of the package. So he, he's just looking at what he had. He was intimidating. And he was. A, we watched yeah. Bret Hart versus Diesel at Survivor Series 95, I think, and he sold his leg really well the whole match. Like, yeah. no one's going to say his title run was incredible. It really wasn't. It wasn't all his fault. He was really put into a box and made to be this bland loser. But, um, you know, he, he, he sold well. Was so much Brett. charisma. Yeah, and, he, and he's, he was a presence. He was a beast when he walked out. So, so he, was still, he still had that presence and everything, yeah. So, I mean, he, he's probably a, a character who he had the ability, he had the, the physical appearance, and he had the shtick as well. He was able to talk. Yeah. So... What, what's what's more important in in uh, I'm, I'm going to go WWE first because i think it's different depending on what show you're looking at right within the WWE, what's the most important aspect for a character is it the way they look is it how they can talk or is it their in-ring ability right now it seems like how many spots they can do so it's it's their their ability but how they look is historically been massively important i guess they've i mean like but wwe i guess i would say how they look too because there's like who looks who doesn't look spectacular in the wwe like even austin theory these smaller guys are jacked out of their minds like these shorter guys are even Sami Zayn is is got you know buffed up and uh like everybody like who, who but i looks, think they're all who doesn't look good in wwe true sheamus man this everybody's look good for even if you get someone who's like that's Chad the point Gable. I'm making. Like, if Still he's saying, if he's I think saying, he's talking about like AEW and everyone, you know, like. Well, that's it. I would say AEW. The, their main thing is the the, the shtick. That is the the chat. You need to have that, and you need to have the ability. But it doesn't matter what you look like. It's more. So more I think AEW has the product. AEW's got more of the smaller guys, like uh, Cowboy. For sure. And uh, even CM Punk is a smaller dude. He he does. He looks okay. Kenny um, Omega, Brian um, Danielson, John yeah. Moxley. Uh, Di- I mean, Daniel Bryanson's pretty, uh, yeah, pretty muscular. Mean, for... Oh, he's like jacked, but he's small. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess even it, in it's, WWE, it's just... he, we didn't think he'd have a chance because of his height, not because of his uh, ripidness. Like because like even the UFC, right? I, I was watching a, a featherweight fight or something, and it's captivating because they have weight classes, but these mm. these guys don't look intimidating if they were fighting anyone else. You know what I mean? Like, if I was standing next to him, he could still kick my ass, but I, I would tower over him and look so much bigger than this guy. You know what I mean? Like they, but they have weight That's classes. Fair. Wrestling doesn't. I mean, I, or at least they say it. sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. They really don't. Mm. But yeah, it's but, it's, an, it's an interesting point. Like I, I'd never thought that much about it obviously we've spoken about um the whole body thing with adam cole and eddie kingston for example being on like opposite sides of that spectrum kevin owens and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. but i don't think it, it it doesn't detract from the product for me the way that they look in my opinion it does for I, me I, a little bit to be honest if i yeah. see bob bobby in there i'm, I'm it's, it's it's a spectacle it's it's just and he comes out and you same thing with jade 
I, I hadn't seen her wrestle ever, mm. but just watching her come out, I was like, I was, I couldn't take my eyes off her. It was, a, it was special. And then I saw Bianca's the match. intimidating terrible, physique but, as yeah. well adds to the character for sure. Rhea yeah. Ripley, it adds to them. Charlotte, Ripley, it adds yeah. to it. Um, and other ones get away with different things. Having charisma, having a different look, having some sort of gimmick that gets over, of course. I mean, that's the great thing about wrestling, but it depends what your product is presenting. And, it, and WWE likes to have this... Um, you know, image based for sure. I mean, usually the top stars are good looking people most of the time, right? I don't think especially the ones that have gotten the most over: The Rock, John mm-hmm. Cena, Shawn Michaels. Like, it's it's a it's a different era in everything, even in basketball. Like you go back and watch the stars in the seventies and eighties; they're like lanky, like short shorts. Now, like all the best players are jacked. They got amazing workout regimens. Like look at LeBron James; he's just like. He's almost forty, and he, he's in better shape. It's happening than, like, in soccer anyone. more than ever as well. Football. Yeah. I don't. Guys know. are you know there's that guy that plays for like uh, Bayern Munich or whatever that's super jacked, and then you, you start to see more and more guys getting like that bigger, bigger, stronger rather than. But soccer is also an interesting sport because that's a good mix too. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a lot of really small guys yeah, that the, are just make make the, up with speed. The difference of soccer is if you put the ball in the net, doesn't matter. It's it's a real sport. You could do as long as you like. It doesn't matter. Like this, we're trying to we're trying to make it look real so it matters how you look some of us are wanting it to look real other people don't care as much but like more like more than the look thing i agree with him with the slow it down and just spot fest and no i selling. definitely agree with that if there's no selling i, I don't care what i'm watching selling is i'm king just watching people like practice moves or it's like a dunk contest yeah, i yeah. want to watch a, a, a match so yeah no i'm definitely with you on that and yeah that's why you know a lot of the times on this a lot of my favorite wrestlers are you know it's mostly about charisma, right? It becomes down to their technical ability, which for me encompasses selling because that's the most important thing to me. It tells me that you're in character. It tells me that the match is real, and it keeps me in it. Even if you have a bunch of big spots, do your spots, but sell that shit, you know? It also helps make the other person look really strong. It helps them, make look, helps them look really good. Like Mr. Perfect versus Brett, that match we just saw, Mr. Perfect sells so well for Brett and makes him look so good and helps brett get so over anyway i digress I'm, I'm not even talking about selling a massive move either he sold like a leg sweep or a clothesline he sold it like like it would really be sold if i just he's in a headlock mr you. perfect can't get out of the headlock pulls yeah. his hair and the way brett sells just the hair pull makes it look like he's yeah, fucking study ripping that his match. hair out you know study that match me telling wrestlers what to do when they know much better than me but whatever study that match yeah this is what this podcast is all about You're a job, we, are, we know fine. this though you know, say um, we know it. <laughs> this is just what I like. I, I I like more selling than seeing a guy flip eight times off a ladder. I've seen it. Uh, it's dangerous. Like we don't need to do as much. But at the same time, I understand everyone wants to get their stuff in because they want the time, they want the exposure. They don't always yeah, get enough uh, chance to do it. So when they have a match, they want to shove it all in there. But uh, you know, you know, you know. On to the yeah. next. SmackDown versus ratings. This one's not a really big deal. We'll book it quickly. Um, SmackDown had 2.077 million viewers, which was the lowest since June 10th. And no wonder they had a rematch of Liv versus Natalia. So uh, that pretty much explains it right there. Um, Are you worried about SmackDown's ratings? No. And what can they do? To boost do, do, Hey, let's so, book it. Let's book it. That's so r- ratings for me are something that I don't understand, right? I, like, well, sorry, no, that, that sounds stupid. Of course <laughs> I understand what ratings are. Like, I, higher the rating. I, I, I understand what it is, but in terms of like... Higher rating, more people are watching. Yeah, but the, the, the point is, right? Folk don't watch TV anymore. They watch clips on YouTube and illegally stream things, right? That's just the way of the world. So if you're basing your entire product in terms of is it successful off of TV ratings, surely you don't account for a massive percentage of your fan base. Like, I mean, I don't watch SmackDown, but I, I think know it has what to do. I think Meltzer it, talks I think about based this. on how many people are watching TV. Like, they would take but into account that why is TV so important? Yeah, is because it's that's where the revenue, the the advertising revenue, is mainly coming from. Mm. Okay. And then there's everything else. You're right. Now, I don't know. I wish they had like a hybrid stat that showed us, you know, encompasses views online with the TV viewings. But it's it seems like these Nielsen ratings and stuff are designed 
for advertising and how mm-hmm. much is being made from advertising specifically. So I, I'm as guessing somebody, that's... As somebody who lives in the UK, WWE's product in the North America, I believe, is now on Peacock. Yeah, the cock. Does that include the weekly shows or is that no. just the premium live events? Premium, well, it, it, the shows go on later. Like, uh, it's on a two-week delay or three-week delay. Oh, it's as late as that. Okay, yeah. so it's the same as the network here then. Wow. Yeah. Because okay. we, we get it on the network here, but it's, yeah, it's like two, three weeks behind. Mm-hmm. So is there, what platform could you watch SmackDown or Raw on? I pretty have much channels, I think. So it's not on, it wouldn't go on to like well, Hulu like I or have, something immediately. Let's say no. it's on, like it's on our sports channel. Sportsnet, one of the two that we have, right? Yeah. TSN, Sportsnet. TSN, I believe, has AEW, for example. I can go watch it live on TSN, or after it's aired, I can go to the TSN app, and I can watch it on there, which is what I usually do. Sportsnet, I can go into the app and watch it live, or I can actually go to my my Bell, you know, my, my TV provider, and I have Sportsnet on there, and watch it there. Okay, and then so... It's, but- but then you know, that's what so I, I don't mean, know like, if it counts like the app view automatically well, counts it. as that, a regular cable view. That would be what I'd want to know. Like if you do yeah. your ratings account for app users or, or whatever. Like for example, I can watch the highlights of SmackDown and Raw on like a Sunday morning on Sky One or whatever channel it's on. Does it count that? Because ultimately I've still watched your product and I've still seen your adverts. They must yeah. have something else for that, right? It must be like live viewers when it airs. I just, I think in this era, for people to be bogged down about ratings when a company is still making money, I'm like... It's also really silly to like, we we worry so much about the ratings when we're all watching anyway, so why do we care, right? It's mostly for investors and shit, like, why do we give a fuck? I mean, I understand it way back when, because there was only one way to watch it. And there's no accurate way... Yeah, and it was also WCW versus WWF, right? Like, this was the battle. This AEW and WWE can coexist, and there isn't a battle other than what gets either drummed up by bots or drummed up by idiots. Hmm. Me. There you go. Thank you for that one, Jason. We booked it, Um, Let me just bang off too quickly in the last one. I want to see what you think about it. Sami Zayn is the new guest on the Steve Austin podcast broken skull whatever the hell it's called podcast i'm excited about this one i probably will tune in occasionally see occasionally a show that i don't always make sure to tune in for has something on it that makes me tune in that's what happens Mm. on supposed to happen on raw and smackdown well i think it does on every week like when vince was coming back after the scandal just recently that made me watch Mm. (laughs) um also kurt angle is going to have a documentary about himself coming out next year, and the WWE got the rights to make it. I think it's really focusing on his personal life a lot, not just in the ring career. So they have the rights to make the whole thing. And um, I do think that Kurt Angle is one of uh, the underrated superstars of the Attitude Era and in general. Mm. And he is much higher on the ranking of all time then we may think. That's what I think. I'm a huge Kurt Mark, so this is right up my alley, obviously. You know, I, I liked him really early on and liked him all the way through Fantastic. I didn't see a lot of his TNA career, though, and that's a massive part of his career that I didn't get to see. Probably he spent longer there than WWE, I would figure. Oh, and, and you know, uh, he's, TNA, he's gone through he his had trials some, and tribulations. He, yeah, made TNA, some, he made TNA worth watching, and he made it legit mm-hmm. when he came yeah, over. He did some stuff with AJ Styles over there, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and Samoa mm-hmm. Joe. Crazy, and yeah, that must be good stuff. But uh, he, he had it all. He had he he had the chops. He could talk. He could be funny. Oh, he could be so serious. Good. Turned into a wrestling machine. Picked it up machine, so fast. Condescending heel. Everything. 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 He could I don't sell. know if I'd say he's underrated. I think with well because we WWE, rate him so high. Yeah, we rate him so high. So I don't know if he does in other circles. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, he doesn't. He, he doesn't come up a lot in like top ten, fifteen lists, and I think he could squeak in. Maybe I, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Who's higher, him or Mick Foley all time? I think a lot of people would say Kurt, and it's not the worst. You know, like it's possible that you could put. What Kurt would you above say? Him. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Almost got him. But the last one. <laughs> you can't eat. We won't make a decision. Your favorite, Liv Morgan versus uh. the SmackDown Women's Championship. And she wants you to know that this is more than a feel-good win. And I'm going to read her quote as fast as I can here or whatever. She went on a podcast or something or wrote a letter. I don't know. She said, I can't stress this enough. I've worked for this moment to hold this championship my whole entire life. This is 28 years in the making. So, yes, it took me so much to win it, but I don't know why anyone would think that I wouldn't fight just as hard, if not one million times harder to keep it. This is this is what I eat, sleep, breathe, live. I live for this and I die for this. No pun intended. This is my whole entire wait. This is my whole entire life. This is not something that I take lightly, this responsibility. This is not like an accessory to me. This is a gift. It's just it's just crazy because I'm so aware that when I started here, no one really expected much from me. I'm not a generational talent. I do not have any famous family members. I literally walked into this knowing absolutely nothing except that I loved it more than I loved anything in my whole entire life. No one expected a thing from me. And now here I am sitting here, your SmackDown women's champion. I don't know why that is not proof enough. Now, this actually kind of made me like her more. What do you think? Um, I mean, I've heard it secondhand. I've not heard it from her mouth. I've heard it from yours. And I still think that it has <laughs> some weight to it, some gravitas. I like the fact that she is showing passion because I think up until this point, as much as I've seen her shout and get like, yeah, I want this. Nobody wants it more than me. Because yeah. um, that was I, I just for don't. Her. I don't really believe it. I feel like this is maybe something that, well, even if it is pish, it feels more real. And and again, yep. like I say, that comes secondhand from your mouth, not not from hers directly. I've not seen this, but it feels more real. And I think She's, that's this all should have I've, been a promo. Yeah, all, all I really wanted from her is that I want to see her talk. I want to see her. I mean, I've seen her perform. She she's pretty good in the ring she's not the best by a country mile but she's she's good but like i say for me it's all about story and if she she just never gives me that i i don't believe anything that she does i'm i'm a terrible actor i would suck as an actor but i'm telling you right now i would do better in a promo than she ever would at the minute but she could prove me wrong but again i get is it creative that are causing that problem for her Maybe. Expand on your initial thoughts, Jay. No, just the the part that I liked in this was um, when she's like, "I don't have any faint fam, fam, famous family members. I literally walked into this knowing absolutely nothing, and it just made me picture like I know people just in like my work, like where I work that that came into the industry of logistics or whatever and just didn't know anything or customs or all sorts of, there's all sorts of crap you got to know. And they came in like from you. a whole, they came, well, yeah, but I had a little bit of background, but this, <laughs> I know someone that came in li literally knew nothing, like came from a whole other industry. And now that person is just killing it and just absorbed all of it and, and is just doing so well. And I don't know, something clicked when I just read that part like she didn't, she's not a third generation, second generation star. She didn't have family in the business. She doesn't have friends. She didn't have nothing. She just really loved wrestling like one of us, like just this little dummy, dummy fan at the start, walked into this industry and however she got here, she's the champion. And I think like, like you said, her promos have sucked, but I don't think she has the, uh, you know, the freedom to say what she wants. So they kind of put her into a box of this like happy go lucky, la di da, I'm happy to be here girl. And um, I hope that she can break out of that a little bit. I hope she can be a little bit more ruthless and, and uh, a little more edgy and not just always like happy to be here, jumping around, smiling like a girl from down the street, you know. And uh, I don't know, just reading this was great. And if this was her promo after she won the title, instead of just like yelling, this is for all of us, 
then it would yeah. have been more impactful. And uh, yeah, I that, that's why I always want to make it clear if I don't like something or I'm shitting on something, it's not it's usually not the person, you know, it's just what they're forced to do. No, you're 100 percent right. And you know that I've, I've been a fan for a long time. So to see this finally come out is amazing because. I think it was Michael Cole that that uh, dropped her real name at some point, like a like a freak, like when she first arrived here, she was Gianna Daddio. And I was just Daddy like, oh, was a little Daddy girl named Gianna. And I was just like, what the hell? You don't drop her real name. But she did. She was Gianna. You know, she, she seemed like this fucking tough girl coming in, with, you know, wearing Nikes. Like, I don't know, like high tops. Like, it was just like she was going to, from, you know, cap on backwards, she's going to beat people up. And mm-hmm. to see this transition into this character, it was just like, okay, we'll see where it goes, whatever. But don't always just, the word, there's a word that you used in there. You were saying, like, uh, what was, let's just use badass as, as the word. Don't just look it act it right and even mm-hmm. in because you know obviously i am an actor i went i don't know if i'm any good but guess what i, I happen to know about it because i've done it a few times and looked into and researched all that stuff been to classes and whatever else and even on rupaul's drag race right if they do a challenge they don't want to just see like a, a skill let's say you have to make a dress they don't just want to see you sew and, and put it out there and make a specific nice dress you have to make it yours every single thing you do you got to be telling us a little bit about you, a little something that you bring to it, right? All these generic promos, whatever. We just want to know who you are. This whole time with Liv, we keep saying, who are you? Like, we get that you're this, we know traits about you and how you act. We don't know who you are. You just gave us everything in that one little paragraph, right? I came from nothing, but I'm not going to give up. I'm here to kick ass, blah, blah, blah. Like, boom, we, we... now we understand it. We get it. And we can we can start to like you more. Yeah. So hopefully there's more of this. Put yourself into your promos however you can. Let us know who you are. And then we can start to love you. Yeah. And she um, she agree. battled through a lot of bad creative and and just being a, a joke in the and Riot losses. squad. And right? loss they say after wins loss. and losses don't matter. But it was loss after loss after loss. Come on. It matters. I think like. I think sometimes her real personality like snuck through as much as she could in in the booking she had. That's why she maintained such a good fan base that Mm. stuck with her through horrible times. Maybe you're right. Yeah. So as much as I clowned on her and as much as like, you know, it it was fun, but not fun to like crap on her. Like I always want, I want to see her do well, but like, you know, it's fun. If, if, if a wrestler is on a losing streak or whatever, you laugh about it. Sorry. That's the way it is. If a character stinks, you laugh at it. Um, and she bum-ass Corbin. Well, I want to see him lose to Pat McAfee because he's a the, bum-ass. The difference oh. is that you're 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 taking the piss out of the character, not the talent. Right. Yeah, but yeah. then it's, it's something we got to clarify. It's hard after. to do that these days because people conflate the two. Like, oh, you don't like her, you don't yeah. want to see her succeed. Like, so I have to cheer everything, just hoping everyone has a great time and everyone no, wins. Exactly. No, 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 that's such bullshit. Yeah. Um. Nah, but anyways, she's in a position now. I think. Let's see what happens. What's tonight? Oh, she's on SmackDown. So this is her first SmackDown where she really. Oh, maybe it is not. I don't even know. She's a, she just has to show up and do something against Ronda Rousey. Yeah. It's twice now she's beaten Natty in just like whatever matches, right? Yeah. Those those have, haven't Forget helped her it. at all. Those are really bad. Let's but move she's on. Still pushing through. Let's see what happens next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's the news. Um, that I'm gonna. Was I, the news. I hope you don't mind, Poo Poo Pee Pee, but I'm gonna hope add one. Uh, book it or bump it in there because there's one topic that I would very briefly like to discuss if that's okay bump it you can bump it if you like <laughs> maybe Brad will book it let's see um, I'm going to throw it in there it is WWE content versus TV 14 oh yeah Ooh. sorry I forgot about that book it or bump it that's, book a, it. that's actually a huge story <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a couple other ones you missed too out there. Yeah, right? probably, but it's all good. You know it's why I, I forgot that? It's because apparently it's not happening tonight. Apparently they're just pushing it off, and now it's just like in a cloud somewhere it might happen. There's a lot of hype though, Jordan. Yeah. What do you think? People jumped on. I mean, ev- everyone's talking about it, right? Everyone is talking about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm seeing wrestlers I mean, were talking about it. There was winks. I've there was literally eyes, there was, just seen yeah. a, a post um, before we jumped on the pod tonight from. Actually, I think it was from Natty that was, um, oh, me and my sister are doing X, Y, and Z tonight, blah, 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 this, that, and the next thing. And it was hashtag, (laughs) yeah, probably, hashtag TV14. And I'm like, wow, like even some of the talent are messaging, you know, putting stuff out there about it. They're acknowledging it. 
I mean, I I really hope it is something that does happen. There, there is something that just makes a show, particularly wrestling, more real when it is. And it doesn't need to be, be X rated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, especially when you, I mean, you've got two people fighting, physically grabbing each other and fighting. That's never going to be PG. It, it just can't be. It doesn't make sense for something like that to be PG. Whether it can be, and we've seen the result. It didn't work. Well, exactly. <laughs> years and years of just meh. Yeah. Like well, it's all 14 right. years, I think. I think it's been 14 years. There needs to be balance, just like the new movie. You can see review coming soon. BJ Reviews, Brad and Jason are reviewing Thor, Love and Thunder. I believe that's the name of it. You should yeah. probably know the title before you announce it, but that's fine. It's, it's not worth knowing the title. sucked. Because oh, it's a lot of over-the-top kid pish. Too much. But they sprinkle in Christian Bale's seriousness, incredibleness, like we've had in WWE. Too much pish. A little bit of sprinkle of goodness. Yeah, but... A um, bit of the bubbly. But what does this really mean? What is going to change now? They So what, they'll be able to bleed? They can swear a little more? What else is going to change? Uh, maybe it, more like adult promos? stories, you know? Maybe... Can um, you allow them to go off book? Maybe you'll go off script, more freedom because I mean? you, you you're you not scared they're going to mess up and say something crazy that's going to upset Disney or whoever owns them secretly. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying to find exactly what the... But AEW's 14, right? Yeah. Yeah, I so it's going to so. be yeah. a, little, a little more edgy, more blood, more... Uh, yeah, my hope is it allows them to give people more freedom to speak because before, if there was a misspeak, it could be a huge problem on a, on a PG-rated show, I guess, right? Yeah. So now, so if you let them talk, uh, maybe they could uh, say what they want. So, I mean, if I'm reading the two differences here, right? You can say and the F word too, eh? Yeah, so in TV, TV PG, it says this may include infrequent coarse language. So that would be things like bitch, which they threw around bitch. all the time, right? Yeah. And then the TV 14, programs of this rating contain, not may contain, contain intensely suggestive dialogue, strong coarse language, intense sexual situations or intense violence that's tv 14 tv 14 <laughs> yeah tv the states has the weirdest rating systems in the world they're so, so strict random. on some things and the like the, the the movie rating industry has is so corrupt and has held movies back and screws over movies because of the rating they give them and yeah. over such stupid things and you could really you could bankrupt a movie you could send it to hell if you give it too high of a rating because people won't be able to see it and then it sinks, right? So it's a it's a really really crazy thing, especially in the United States. Quebec, you know, to, for a movie to have sixteen plus in Quebec, the only one I can remember was like, uh, I think it was Hannibal, because he eats another person at the end or something, right? Like, Fair. and they were like, okay, that you know, cannibalism. Very lenient. Sixteen. If there has to be like nudity, you'll get like a PG thirteen. If there's full on, full blown, movies, it's still then G. it's sixteen plus. <laughs> it's different. It's different show in the everything. UK. I feel like everything in the UK is an eighteen. We just do age ages as do bunch of wusses. So I just think everything that I watch is an stuck up England right. making all your rules. That's why. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Way to get called. Way to get fucking owned. The thing that I England don't. <laughs> bring it up Boris, stinky Boris, filthy Boris. conservatives yeah Boris is still in power me. hey guys I'm leaving net <laughs> nah I'm gonna stick around for a bit and then and he's just having parties some... and stuff now now that he knows he's already out no he's, he's just doing whatever the hell he wants and now it looks like the country's gonna be run by some freaking trans dingle dangle freak. here oh there you go yeah some <laughs> transphobic freak I'm not having it oh is it yeah it looks like it this woman who's basically coming out saying I mean just horrific things about the trans community and everything like that. So yeah, that'll be fun. Um, but anyway, TV fourteen. I I am excited by the the prospect of this because I feel like it will make the content more real. However, I hope they don't make it TV fourteen for the sake of making it TV fourteen. There are definitely spots and parts of matches and promos and everything that don't need to be. You know, don't. Don't add a fuck for the sake of adding a fuck. Right. 
You know, if it doesn't Agreed. add anything, don't do it. Hmm. Agreed. But be smart about how you do this. It could be a great move for WWE. We'll see. Uh, Good news and topic. Uh, both Jays bring it together. To I'm going to beat you out. at SummerSlam. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fucking bitch. Um, let's move on from the news then, you big dingly dangling freaks. Dingly and, uh, dangle. <laughs> I have a, a one good and a one pish of the week for you uh, that I'd love to lay down. Boys, I'm f- Boys, I'm f- I'm actually not today. I've only had one <laughs> beer today. It's been too hot, man. 31 degrees in Scotland. I can't... My skin's <laughs> melting off my body in this 31. room. Like it, yeah. 31. They have no AC. They have no AC. I don't have it either. You got AC in your room. Yeah, but I sleep on the in couch. your room. <laughs> What was that? You got AC in your room. You seen your he room? has an AC in his room. He has a, wa- a wall or window unit in his a damn wall room. unit. And Jordan's over there dying. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, here's my one good and one pish of the week. Uh, I will start with my one good. Um, we're going back to AEW Dynamite last week to give a one good to our new AEW champion. Tag team champions, sorry, almost a champion. Yeah, I know. Tag team champions. Uh, Swerve in our glory. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are our new AW tag champs. They've taken the titles away from the Young Bucks. Thank goodness. Young Bucks don't need titles. They can do their own thing. Go and do something else. This is my good for one main reason. They've taken two incredible talents that were brought up from NXT to the main roster and went hey here you go have a little taste of the the, the motherland you want to you want to you, you enjoy that out cancelled you're deleted <laughs> and then they were thrown in the bin they were sent off to do their own th- i mean hit row didn't even make it just right then they turned up one night and went yo we're rappers and then they were gone <laughs> right keith lee turned up they turned him into a big boy bear big boy. Jew or whatever, a bear cat. Bear cat. That's and then he was gone. So we've taken two incredible talents that got no chance on the main roster. We've put them together and they have been dynamite. They actually were teasing breaking up yeah. uh, all the way up to this match. It was like there was a bit of things going back and forth, a bit of pushing and hey, get him away. I'm the big guy. And they, listen, you, I've got dreads. <laughs> like a new and tag then, team would. You know, two singles that course, come together for a new tag course. team. They're not just gelling instantly. There's some. Stuff going on between them. There's story happening here. Story, what? baby. Story. But now they are our tag champs, and I'm excited to see them up. I mean, they've been pretty much there or thereabouts since they came into AEW, so I'm excited to see them fighting um, Varsity Blondes. I'm excited to see them fighting... Oh, Lucha Bros is going to be insane. Uh, House of Black. Uh, the Ass Boys. Gun Club. I'm excited to see them. <laughs> like... All of them. I'm, I'm so yeah. excited to see them because they're just going to bring something very, very different. Um, AEW, so their tag division, they've not had a new team come along for a while, I don't think. Somebody that's really challenged True. for the, the championship. Yeah. So to see them right at the top with those titles, we're going to get to see so many different feuds and I'm excited for that. So there is How do you feel about the tag name? Um, too long. Swerve in our glory. I... Yeah, I mean, it's fine. How do you feel about the name, Jay? What's their name? Swervy Scotty? <clears throat> Swerve in our glory. As that is basket. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I'm not I'm not here for it. I think it might change at some point. I mean, I don't really have a problem with well, just... Bask in my swerve. That's even better. Bask in my swerve. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even if it was just like... Swerve, Swerve Bask, Keith. No, actually, not Swerve, Swerve Keith. or Glory Swerve, Glory Glo- Hole, Glory, gl- Glory <laughs> Swerve Hole, Glory. Swerve into my Glory Hole. You don't want to have sentence as you're <laughs> swerving my hole, Glory. You don't want a whole sentence as your name. No, Keith Lee and Swerve Scott tag team. <laughs> Now making yeah. their way to the ring, but I like them. Hey together. guys, like... swerving our ring to the <laughs> glorious tune of my basking. 
<laughs> weighing in at no no it doesn't look you know what i realized a combined uh, weight <laughs> that um edge and christian are one of the greatest tag teams ever and uh they don't have a theme song they just use edge edge's song yeah whatever they have tag, well, i just watched they have a match a tag with team them yesterday i'm like that's edge's no. song i'm like wait i mean they, never the, song. they were brood the brood but and then they're edge and christian right yeah that's their tag um, name exactly <laughs> edge no, and christian no name that's crazy one of the only ones without no name it, right? and no song Excellent. Um, <laughs> Fun fact. Let's okay. move on to my it's one crazy. pish. It's very weird. Um, while I've just killed a moth that was buzzing around my Mothra. head for the last little while. <laughs> so I've just killed him and now he is dead. Imagine a giant no longer Jordan dead. versus Mothra. I would Easy. love that match. I'd win. You I'd just like, won. Then. I would or just you just a, started the, the storyline. I'd just get a giant glass and put it over him. And then slip a bit of paper underneath, and I'd throw him out a giant window. Would be fine. <laughs> um, my one pish of the week, uh, unfortunately, goes to. Uh, I think this is SmackDown, but I guess generally this is what's happening in WWE. Um, Jason, you kind of touched on it in our uh, group text chain um, or message chain, or whatever you call it, at some point in the week. Um, why? Why do WWE referees suck? Uh, why can't they notice that an, a, a shoulder is up? Um, and why are they being out-refereed by Jeff Jarrett? Hmm. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, no, it, Jeff it, Jarrett. The, the thing Jaff, about that is... Jaffy Cakes. It's Jaffy the way, Cake Jarrett. It's the way that stupid Adam <laughs> Pierce, star of Thor and Thunder, is, oh, is yeah, the Jason way... Jason called him out. He's like, who did you think it was? Was it Russell Crowe? I thought he was, or was uh, it, uh, Gore. The, the yeah, instead is, of Christian Bale, he's like, oh, what's his name, Adam Pierce? Adam Pierce. <laughs> no, but, but no one's going to know what that is. They're going to be like, who's Adam Pierce? But anyways. He also thought the, Christian the Bale was, was stupid from about uh, the it United is, States. I think Adam Pierce came out, and they're doing this storyline with the Usos um, and uh, Street Profits where every week it's a screwy finish where they didn't see the shoulder was up. Like, how can this happen week after week? Anyway, it makes no sense. So, so he comes out after your your hired officials, professional officials, are, and he says, "All right, we can't have any mistakes this time. We're bringing in Jeff Jarrett. Is he the greatest official of all time? Like your best what officials can't hell? do it. I, I'm happy. Bring in Jimmy so Cordaris. Yeah, bring in like an old like, ref or something. You know, like imagine, yeah, ma- imagine like Errol Hebner came. In. Oh, maybe not Errol. Hebner. You don't think but Jimmy like, Cordaris would like a call? Bring him in. Well, Mike Kyoda or something. I don't know. Anybody. Well, I don't think just, people hey, would be like, uh, yeah, blacklisted. No, but Je- <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, I don't think people care either. Like I, I it's no, interesting. It's such I, a random decision. So, I mean, so random. Stupid. So are you, bizarre. Th- are you telling me there's nobody else that's like a WWE alumni or legend or whatever that has done loads of, I mean, uh, Mick Foley pops to my head, for example, he's somebody that's been special guest referee plenty times. Mm hmm. Could he not have done it? I, I would, I, if he had come out, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough, because I've seen him do this before. Mm-hmm. Or, or there's going to be Sh- no more Shawn fuckery. Don't, isn't Titus O'Neil around there? Titus, bring him out there. Be like, there's going to be no more fuckery. Titus is here. No one can fuck with him. He's he's big. Like unless he falls under the ring and he's gone. Well, yeah, for the, do that the gimmick, back. sure. And then, yeah. but I don't know. It's a he's roaming around the halls somewhere back but there, this, isn't he? This, I mean, this you cannot have a show that is based on people being pinned, and then the the one group of people who define your pinning you've just buried them you literally have said none of you do a good job every single week none of you have your eyes open and see angelo dawkins holding up jay uso's shoulder so i'm just going to go and get some random guy with a guitar to do this for you (laughs) what what does that mean i don't get that that's so stupid it doesn't make any sense no sense why i mean Oh right, there we this go. It's a Pokemon video. J- Jeff Jarrett. No, has I, a I watched this channel called um, Marky D, like one, two, three, or something. He goes through like uh, every wrestler's runs, like uh, he'll go through like the obscure ones, and he does a lot of TNA stuff. And Jeff Jarrett was very big in TNA. He'd always be booked in mm-hmm. matches or as the champion or interrupting or long promos. So he made this segment in his show that called it's called a Wild Slap Nuts appeared because his 
thing was slap nuts. That was like his catchphrase. And he made this little video what? where he's like a Pokemon and he comes out of nowhere and he's always coming out of nowhere. And this is the most <laughs> out of nowhere Jeff Jarrett thing ever. So it's like perfect for him. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett appears out of nowhere to be a ref. at Oh, he must Slats. be marking a out. Wild for this. Slap Nuts yeah. has appeared. A wild Slap Nut just appeared as a referee <laughs> in WWE. What the hell? It's so random. It doesn't make sense. So there's my bad. Playing into the gimmick? I don't know. No, it's like a gimmick, gimmick that creative have literally no idea what's going on. And it comes out of nowhere. And no, that's not his gimmick. That's what some YouTuber made up. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. But it is a thing now, clearly. Oh, they saw it oh. and they're like, yeah, let's get slap Maybe. nuts out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I brought back I, honestly, slap Red Heart or something. I might slap my nuts. That's a good choice. Watch yeah. this much more. So There's so many no, better no, no. choices. No, no, no. I heard someone said it should have been The Rock. And then The Rock screws the Usos, which makes Roman Reigns mad, which gives them a reason to fight, which everyone wants. You can't bring The Rock to a regular episode of weekly TV. No, it's on SummerSlam. Oh, you mean it's this leads to? No, like this is for Slumber SummerSlam, isn't it? He's the ref at SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was just the ref on like SmackDown, and now it's no, done. No, I don't no, know if I have to no, do with this. They did all the oh. screwy finishes. So imagine The Rock like screwed the Usos oh. or something, or or he just no. like didn't actually do it. I on didn't purpose. watch. There's no way I would watch this because of all the garbage that's been going on. All I see is an announcement that Jeff Jarrett is showing up to be the referee. So I figured it was on that night. I figured it'd be like on an episode of SmackDown, and then it's done. But now no, we're gonna no, have no. to get him at SummerSlam. We're gonna see him for a well, few. Why is he involved in this match? The match so is gonna whatever. be good. I don't care. Who but why is he in this match? Why is he? Why is he involved in it at why all? Jeff distracting Jarrett? me from. It doesn't make sense. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, you better get a guitar to the face. If we don't see someone get hit with a guitar, then we're gonna be mad because that's all we, you know. Yeah, yeah. Pesh, one good, one pesh, Uh, pesh. Um. So there you go. Sounded like two pitches. Well, no, 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 no. No. Swear to my name in my hook. Well, yeah, that's the only part you heard because you're busy. Yourself. Who knows what? <laughs> um, I guess it's handed over to Brad. Let's hand it over to Brad for some trivia, 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 trivia. Let's go. Lots of music. All right. Is that, is that the trivia theme song? Is it? <laughs> yeah, apparently it is now. There we go. <laughs> Why does it keep going? I guess pause. He sounds like you did it twice. Trivia. Huh? <laughs> That's our trivia song? <laughs> trivia. Trivia. Kissing babies trivia. and hugging fat trivia. Kissing babies and hugging fat girls. <laughs> Doing trivia and hugging fat girls. <laughs> I've never even met trivia. All right, here we go. You guys ready? Yeah. Which of these superstars is the first and only superstar to face himself at SummerSlam? Kane, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, or Big Show? Undertaker. Oh, I was kind of thinking Undertaker, but I'm going to go Kane. The answer is The Undertaker. He faced himself. You remember which year? Leslie Nielsen was the guy trying to find it, who the uh, find the Undertaker, and uh, Ted DiBiase brought a imposter Undertaker to fight the real one. I remember mm. Kane did face Kane, and it turned out to be Undertaker, but I can't remember when that was. <laughs> Damn it! Got it wrong. Let's see here. I mean, poo poo pee pee's one up on me. Huh. I hate having poo and pee on my. This one. is like an opinion question. How can this even be a question? This superstar is generally regarded as the worst king of the ring. That's not like a, a trivia question that can't... Do you want to try and see what the answer is? Let's is, go. Is, is there a multiple choice for this? Yeah. This okay. superstar is generally regarded as the worst king of the Red ring. Red Hart. Triple H. Oh. Mr. Ass, a.k.a. Billy Gunn, Wade Barrett, or Tito Santana? Oh. It's not going to be... Because K- King Barrett... Or King Wade or whatever. That was a thing. Um, I think it's um, Billy Gunn. What was it? Yeah, I was going to say Billy Gunn. Because he got squashed by The Rock right after. 
with the yeah. promo. He's like, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. When he's talking <laughs> to God or saying his prayers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the one. It's Billy Gunn. Yeah, it's Billy. <laughs> the one Billy Gunn. Well, this is that's pretty sad that, I, that you, it's like an opinion, that's but true. everyone knows it. It's like everyone knows yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a real question. It's not a fact, but oh, I guess it's it a fact. Kind of is. Oh, you didn't. Only know? one of these superstars has been a king of the ring. Oh. Question mark. <laughs> Excellent. Because that's a question. Eddie Guerrero, John Cena, Chris Benoit, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Junior? No. No. Senior. Only one of these superstars has been a king of the ring. King Eddie Guerrero, John Cena, Chris Benoit, or Ted DiBiase? Ted DiBiase. I'm going to say Chris Benoit. I didn't know Ted DiBiase was, but whatever. Ted DiBiase is the answer. What Jordan year? is correct. Oh, 18th. Eighty-nine or something like that. I didn't know that at all. I do you know? I feel like that's popped in at my head because of him and Stone Cold's affiliation when Hmm. he arrived. But I don't. I don't know if I've made that up or I got the answer right, so it doesn't matter. See if you guys know this one. Nineteen eighty-eight. 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 Best year ever. Which of these King of the Ring winners was granted a championship match at SummerSlam? Owen Hart, Kurt Angle, Mabel, or Brock Lesnar? Uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, what's with all like King of the Ring? Um, <laughs> well, this one had SummerSlam in it. Wait, can you say it again? Sorry. Which of these King of the Ring winners was granted a championship match? At SummerSlam, Owen Hart, Kurt Angle, Mabel, or Brock Lesnar? I'm certain it's Brock Lesnar. I'm going to say beat, Owen Hart. I think Brock beat, was it not Jeff Hardy in the King of the Ring that year and then went on to face The Rock at SummerSlam and won? Brock Lesnar is the correct wow. answer. Oh, the body from Kirkcaldy. Yeah, I mean he, he got the title shot after like because he won or he just got it later. Yeah. No, he got it because he won. Oh, like winning King of the Ring got him a title shot. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So we'll go with this last question here. Who won the first ever King of the Ring tournament? Bruno Sammartino, Andre the Giant, Don Morocco, or Hulk Hogan? Don Morocco. I, I, I was just I correcting the spelling saying. or the saying of his name. Oh. But Say I guess I'll again? keep it. I'll keep it Don Morocco. Who won the first ever King of the Ring tournament? Bruno Sammartino, mm. Andre the Giant, Don Morocco, or Hulk Hoganiston? Don Morocco. Hulk Hogan. Don Morocco is the answer. Jason takes a point. You have both accumulated points today. Who knows how much? Because the points <laughs> don't matter. That's right. The points don't matter. Like a promo on SmackDown. Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Wee. Well, hopefully we get some more salty promos coming our way over the next little so while. tonight's not TV 14 on Raw? Apparently not. Apparently this podcast isn't either because you didn't want to swear. What? Yeah. You wouldn't what? swear? What? Swearing is for the intellectually challenged. Exactly. So what are you doing? <laughs> what the fudge you say to me? I said you're a dick. You cunt. Can't say that on American TV. Woo! UK TV, no problem. Oh, yeah? No, yeah. Drag Race UK, they said whatever they wanted. It was great. And it was actually on the BBC. <laughs> oh, um, Ric Flair's announced his final uh, opponent. Oh, Who yeah. is it? Don Morocco. It tonight? He's announcing it in like... Oh, maybe that's why they didn't do the PG-13 thing yet, because there wasn't enough hype around it yet. Now that there's 
everyone's talking about it, they have to announce it and have a date set and make it a, a thing, right? I mean, mm. no, they announced it. They might as well. Did they? So that's what I mean. Well, announce the date in advance so people will get hyped, and it'll be a very heavily watched episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, Flair will be <laughs> taking part in a tag team match with his son-in-law, Andrade, oh. versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Is that wow. why Jeff Jarrett's in this match, though, to get his name in the news? Like, so that this is going to be, like, hyped? Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Vince giving uh, Rick a little helper? I guess it makes sense that it's a tag match. It definitely so ba- makes sense. because so Basically, we're bump? seeing Andrade versus Jay Lethal. Fine. Yeah. 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 Cool. And he'll tag in, get a couple couple works on but it is Jeff, the, I guess. The, yeah. Um, Figure four versus the figure four with Jeff versus Rick. Ah. Masters of the figure four. True. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some figure four play. Basking in the glory <laughs> holes. <laughs> On the podcast, there's just silence there just after that joke or attempted a joke. Anyway. You're a joke. Aye. Thank you so well. much for listening to this Joker, Ginger Heat, on the Four Jobbers podcast. Keep an eye out for BJ Review coming soon. We review Thor, Love, and Thunder. You heard a little s- sneaky teaser of it. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like hit that clack when he does that. We need this. This needs to be online as a video, you freaks. Uh, we gotta, I got to get a better camera. I look like crap. need one with butter. All that's going to happen is you're going to look worse. Well, I like a, I'm using my Mac camera right bad now. bad than blurry and bad. I'm bad using my Mac ca- camera right now. What do you mean you need a new camera? It's not the camera. It's your internet connection and it records it it records it locally on riverside.com or dot fm <laughs> and it keeps the the full quality i mean it's only 720 mines is 1080 yeah exactly Baby. 720 is good enough J, sucks, hd stupid it's good enough you don't think you look good at you? the blurrier you look the better let's be honest unfortunately next week we uh the waxy snake is back but uh <laughs> book it or bump it is good we're going to book it. I think book it or bump it stays. Dingle dangle. Here comes your mango. Here comes your moth. <laughs> Mothra. Here is Bye, everybody. Deed. Still there. Your deed. Your deed.